we got to meet our very own Ud Virtuoso yesterday, Joseph Tuadros, who's about to perform Vivaldi's The Four Seasons with the Australian Chamber Orchestra, and he is known around the world for the work that he does. He plays 53 instruments, but the Ud is his specialty, and you can listen back to the chat with Joseph where he played the Ud on the podcast, the Afternoons podcast. Download it wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music. And today we're meeting another Australian virtuoso. It's lousy with virtuosos around here, but this time on the violin. Madeline Easton is her name, and the reason why she is so special is that she'll be part of King Charles III's coronation in May. It is a tremendous honour, and she's been asked to perform with her very rare and very old violin in the pre-service program. And I'm pleased to say that Madeline is on the line for us now. Madeline, welcome to Afternoons, and congratulations. What an honour. It is an extreme honour, absolutely. And where did this come, out of the blue, or, or how did you get the invite? Uh, it wasn't personally from the King, I just better say that. Um, it's because I've been performing with Sir John Elliott Gardner and the English Baroque soloists for almost 20 years, and um, he has been invited as part of the coronation service to perform. And um, I, um, I'm, I'm part of the orchestra, so I'll be there with my whole team and um, with all of the first violin section and the whole orchestra to perform there. Yeah, and the, the rehearsals, no doubt, will be in full swing between now and May. But you've had to keep this under wraps, haven't you? You've known about it for a little while. No, um, and believe me, keeping it under wraps was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do because, uh, you know, it's such exciting news and um, it was one of the, the most wonderful moments of my life receiving that email, as I'm sure it was for everybody else in the orchestra. And the, the violin that you'll be playing, this is a, a very rare instrument and I was hoping to hear you play it for us today, but you've had a little incident, not with the violin, thankfully, but with your bow. <laughs> What's happened? Oh, it's all right. It's just um, these things, uh, the mechanisms go sometimes and... Uh, it sort of just exploded on me a oh bit dear. yesterday. You don't, don't, worry, don't panic. You don't want an exploding bow, that is <laughs> for I sure. Take yeah, and you know what? I'm so glad it happened before, <laughs> before that. Yes, you don't want that but happening yes, during the performance. I do apologise that I haven't got it here. So tell me about the instrument though. Yes, what, no. what is its heritage, yeah. its history? Do you know where, it, where it's come from? It's a fascinating history, actually. Um, the violin was made by Giovanni Grancino in 1682 in Milano. And um, it, it is an amazing instrument. Um, there's a slightly, uh, slightly um, dubious story about this violin, if I'm allowed to share. And um, that is, is that um, Giovanni Grancino, for one reason or another, I'm not sure why, ended up dueling with a member of the Lavazza family in the town square in Milano. And um, it played out that Giovanni actually ended up killing this member of the Lavazza family, which was another big aristocratic family in Milano. And the way to avoid being hung at the time was to run, literally run, to the nearest church and take refuge because you weren't able to be prosecuted if you took refuge in the church. Wow. And that's what he did. So for the next 20, 30 years, all he had to do, all he could do was um, make instruments. And that's where my violin came from. Amazing. And isn't that <laughs> Maybe- Maybe Mr. Lavazza hadn't had his morning coffee then. Maybe, maybe, hiding out in a church making instruments. Well, at least he would have perfected the craft and you're benefiting from it today, which is extraordinary. And what will the logistics be of getting that instrument to London for the coronation? Will you put it on a plane? Will it get its own seat? Uh, No, actually, um, lots of people ask me that. But if um, if we think about it, if you put a violin in a seat, 
it wobbles around because a normal human seatbelt is in no way capable of restraining an instrument, especially if it's turbulent. So what I do is I pop it up above and um, pack it nice and snug on either side, but nothing above it because you can't have weight on the top of an instrument case. But it's perfectly fine up there. Yeah, I'm pretty relaxed about that. Well, very good. <laughs> well, relaxed about that. Just beware of the exploding bows. So in yeah, terms yeah. of the, the performance, nerves, anticipation, obviously a big honour, but it's a, I guess, a once-in-a-lifetime a event. You don't have that many coronations or we haven't had to date. It's, this is true. It, it'll, be, it'll be slightly overwhelming, if I'm honest, given the sheer amount of people that will be watching all over the world. But, um, you know, we're, we're performers. We're pros at this. We, we've been trained from a very early age to perform under pressure. And um, that's the thing. You've just got to keep getting out there and performing under pressure so you get used to the pressure. And uh, that will stand me in good stead, I hope. Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, look, you'll you'll absolutely deliver. I can tell that you will. And you're also performing in the in the lead up to that. I know you've been living overseas, but you're back in Australia, and you're you're the founder of the Bark Academy Australia. Tell me about that group. Um, well, this is actually a lovely consequence of my um, mentorship of, Sir, of by Sir John Elliot Gardner himself. Um, years ago, he said to me, Madeline, you're a director. I can, I know it. I can see it in you. You need to go and direct yourself. And so um, after 20 wonderful years in the UK, I made the big decision to up sticks, move home and be with my family and the beach and the hot weather and all that and form a dedicated Bach orchestra. And I did this because I'm of the opinion that every 10 years or so, you've got to really shake your life up do something different and, and extend yourself and grow as a human being. Um, and over the, the 20 years I was in England, I recorded and performed pretty much all of those wonderful oratorios, the masses and the Bach cantatas, which are, if, you're, if your listeners don't know them, there are over 200 of them and each one is an absolute jewel and each one will give you a new and incredible listening experience. So I learned and performed these from the inside out, which gave me the confidence to come back to Australia and direct them myself. So um, thanks to his mentorship and belief in me, I've now stepped up to being a conductor and a director myself. And we're well on our way now and we're starting to record and perform and it's a wonderful feeling um, also for me to have given my colleagues some more employment opportunities here in Australia and creating work for my colleagues, you know. Yeah. No, that's it's tremendous and, you know, Performing for the king, that's small fry compared to what you've been doing yourself in your own achievements. <laughs> well, we're really excited because we're, we're about to launch our 2023 season here in, in Sydney at the end of March. And um, am I allowed to say the date? You do. Go go for it. Oh, thank you. So our first concert is on the 24th of March at the beautiful St Francis of Assisi Church up the, in, um, the top of Oxford Street, Paddington. Um, at 7.30 and then we have a Sunday matinee on the 26th of March in Chatswood at Our Lady of Dolores. Now the special thing about this program is that we're performing one of his Lutheran masses, the Missa Brevis in F and I don't think this has ever been performed in Australia before and it's an incredible piece of music. Um, so please, please do come along and hear the choir and the orchestra. And in that wonderful acoustic setting with the churches, it'll be beautiful. Well, good luck with the season launch and good luck with the performance for the coronation and it'll be wonderful to see that Aussie flag flying on your behalf for us as Australians. So well done and congratulations. 
Oh, we've got a very bad internet line, but there she is. We've we've lost her now, but that's, that's such a great honour. Madeline Easton, the violinist, who will be playing at the King's Coronation in May of this year.